Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there today? I hope you are doing well. Oh, I'm excited because this is like the first real episode of of the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast after my little intro a little bit ago, uh, the previous episode from here. So anyways, I'm so excited about this because I went out on a limb about this interview and thought, ah, I'm probably not going to hear anything back because they're so busy. But um, Marcus Baker's uh, Baskerville, sorry, Baskerville, oh my goodness. Um, of Weathered Souls Brewing has created a beer called Black is Beautiful, and he is sharing the uh, recipe out. And in the same way that Sierra Nevada did their beer, where they shared the recipe in hopes that people would copy, make it, and make it their own, and donate part of the uh, proceeds to a charity, that is what he has done. And I'm so excited about it because the last I remember hearing from him, and I checked out, it's over 400 breweries and some like 13 to 15 countries outside of the U.S. that are making this beer. It is insane. Um, so I had been, I saw this on Instagram and I saw that a couple of breweries, a couple of local ones were going to be picking, picking it up and start making it. And I sent an Instagram, just DM out of the blue to Weathered Souls saying, hey, if you have any chance, could I talk to you about this beer? I'm um, just a little podcaster out of DFW. And I can't believe it, but uh, I think it was just a couple of days later, they answered back, said, yes, we'd love to. And I still can't believe that I got a chance to talk to Marcus. Um, he was so gracious to talk to me. He called me up from his home and we had a chat. It is not one of the longer podcasts that I've done. It was actually quite short. I was actually recording it while I was on my lunch break. And as much as I wish I could have, talked his ear off of i know he is super busy and i just felt grateful for the time that i got to talk to him so that's what you're going to hear next um the audio um is a little rougher than i'd like it but i tried to clean it up as much as possible so i hope you enjoyed this please 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 go check out weathered souls go follow them on instagram please 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 go buy the black is beautiful beer when it comes out i am so excited about it i'm so excited about the mission of it um, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful way uh, to support um, support Black Lives Matter, to support uh, the protesting that is going on, um, and just to be a part of this movement in a, in a little way that you can. So, all right, I'm going to shut up. I want you to please listen to this uh, next episode and enjoy. Uh, if you could, leave me a review. Go to iTunes. That really does help me out. Um, Leave a review. Let me know how I'm doing. Send me an Instagram message, uh, DM or whatever. Like the post. What? Just let me know how I'm doing. Uh, As always, you can reach me at Al the Brewer on Instagram, Twitter, and Al the Brewer at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Get to the episode. Hope you enjoy. Cheers.
Hello and welcome to I Know Nothing About Beer. Oh my goodness, everybody, how in the world are you doing? I have to say this is kind of insane because I have got Marcus from Weathered Souls with me today. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate you, man. I you I was looking up um the Blackest Beautiful Beer uh project you guys got going on and the list of people that have been writing about you, Food and Wine Delish, Forbes. And I get this message on Instagram saying, yeah, we'd love for you to come you know, pot, do an interview with your podcast. And I'm like, how in the world did this just happen? This is amazing. So thank you. Man. Really, I, I feel honored and privileged to be able to just sit down, have a cup of coffee, and do a little Skype call with you. No, thank you for having me. Um, like I was saying, any way that we can get the initiative out and get it to share, um, we're all down for it. So I've been talking to as many people as I can, taking as many podcasts, interviews. Um, all that good stuff. So I'm happy to be here. Man, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so real quick, um, you're the co-founder and head brewer over at Weathered Souls in correct. San Antonio, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. Um, and so you guys have got something going on. I want to get into that in just a second, but I would love to be able just to learn a little bit about you. Um, how did you get into craft beer? How did you get into home, you know, brewing and then co-founding Weathered Souls? Um, so the short story, um, basically I started, uh, home brewing when I was back home in California. Uh, from there I had moved to San Antonio, uh, continued to home brew, uh, started bringing my beer into like a local brewery. Um, at that point, um, ended up getting at a job after a few months as an assistant brewer there. Um, in the process of that, I ended up meeting, uh, Mike, who's my business partner and then also co-founder. And so um, basically we became friends, used to go to um, a local establishment and have beers. And one day I asked Mike, I said, when are we going to open a brewery? And he looked at me and he was like, I've been waiting for you to ask me that. And literally we started working on the business plan the next day. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And so that was about a little over a year into the work of getting that all set up. And then yeah. we ended up opening um, November 19th, 2016. Okay. Gotcha. So you guys have been around for a couple of years. You've you've weather you've gone through a couple of little ups and downs in the the craft beer world. Yeah. Now, so we've yeah. Uh, um. Real quick, we're in uh, California. I'm originally from Sacramento. Oh, Sacktown. Okay. Yeah. I I grew up in the Long Beach area. Oh, okay. My sister went to Long Beach State. Oh yeah. No, I know there. I grew up uh literally uh just a a couple miles from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that area very well. That's that's why I'm saying like Sacktown. I'm like, oh yeah, only people in California know Sacktown. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, thank you. Um, so okay, um, really, what we're here to talk about today is the Black is uh, Black is Beautiful. Uh, I want to say initiative collaboration. I don't know what else you're calling it over there, um, but you've got an amazing project going on right now. Can you tell you tell me just a little bit about it? Yeah. So what the Black is Beautiful initiative is is a call basically to all of the breweries um, at this point worldwide um, to participate in a collaboration of a stout. Um, mm -hmm. They have complete freedom of how creative they want to get with the base of the stout recipe, well, with this recipe outside of the base. Um, mm -hmm. And then from there, we're going to use the uh, proceeds from each of these beers that are created to um, go towards their local um, organizations fighting police brutality reform, and uh, legal funds. And so, um, so far, the response for this has been pretty amazing. 
I was I've been following this on Instagram. I think um, I saw someone share a post about it. I think there's like Beerstagram, like there's beer Twitter for sure, but Beerstagram seems to be the um, the spot where I see the most interaction. Mm-hmm. And saw this come up, and I think at the time there were maybe I saw like. I saw someone post the whoever runs the Instagram for Weathered Souls say, "Hey, we want to do this." I think I saw like, like, oh, can't wait to do this. And I saw like maybe three breweries sign up. Um, and then I checked back on the post maybe like a day later, and it was like 186, and then it was like 283, and I don't know how many you guys are up to now. It's um, gone. per the website. Let's see. I know we had just posted something not too long ago. So for our website right now, it's showing 448, 43 states, and 11 countries. Wow, man. That is insane. I love that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, today would be a week from when we posted the link. So wow, a week in, you know, it's, it's a pretty good response. And then even then, you know, there's some breweries that still haven't been added to the site because they've uh, contacted us directly or mm-hmm. however the case may be. Yeah. And so uh, they'll end up getting added in as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what is the, I mean, uh, is it on your, your website, the the base recipe? Yes. So you can access, uh, download the recipe, uh, logo, labels, everything that you need for the beer. It's straight gotcha. on the website. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I got to say, that label is beautiful, man. Like Thank I, you. Kevin did an uh, awesome job. So uh, Kevin Dyer of KD Designs, um, he's been doing our labels for the last few years. And so basically when I had figured out that I wanted to do a, um, a stout and highlight the whole black is beautiful uh, thing, I hit him up, basically gave him kind of just a basic frame of what I wanted. Um, I know I wanted all of the um, shades of black to kind of blend together into one hue. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I left it up to him. So he did a, an amazing job getting all that set up. Well, I love, uh, I really love just the, the, the bold font that just sticks out and just makes you, it, there's, it's, it's, uh, something that just draws your attention to the logo itself. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. I was like, Ooh, that is cool. I dig it. Yeah. It's definitely job. stand out on a, on a <laughs> shelf or even in a, uh, what's it called on a shelf or even on, um, for all the, like the fun little digital, um, boards that are out there, it's going to stand out. Yeah, I have a sticker on my laptop right now um, of one of the Mott labels that somebody did, and it looks really good. Oh, yeah, and then that's the other thing about it is um, how brewers and other places are going to take their own spin on it. Because there's been a couple other of these types of of, of cross – I don't know how to say it. I don't know if they're great word for it, but collaborations for um, across different – for across charities, we'll say, you know, because mm-hmm. Serenata had one um, where to support people that had been um, uh, people that have been affected by fires. Like I think that was just last year. It yeah. sounds feels like it was like so 10 it was years the resilience, ago. and then we had the all together um, thing that other half did. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, this was kind of a, a play off of those. Uh, we know that the craft beer community has kind of um, gone and rallied the troops when there's been tragedy or, um, you know, people have needed assistance. And so, hey, they've been doing the same with this initiative as well. I I feel like with this one, though, I I, I feel like it is there's a, an extra amount of passion behind it 
Because I remember when Resilience came out and I saw people like, oh, this is such a fun idea or, oh, this would be so cool to do. And it seems like this is not just a, this would be cool to do, but this is something we need to do. That's what I'm more feeling and hearing from uh, the breweries that I'm following, people that I talk to, that it's it's much more of a, um, if there's some way to help, this is... And Correct. Uh, you know, the other... The other two were of grave importance as well, you know, mm-hmm. take, making sure we're taking care of our employees and obviously the fires that devastated California. Um, but dealing with this particular initiative and the situation, I, you know, also feel it's a little more dire. Um, yep. You know, it's a it's a humanitarian issue at this point. It's not, you know, just about politics or anything like that. Uh, yeah. This is about, you know, basic human rights. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's been a man it's it's just been such an insane i I feel like it's my wife and i are calling 2020 the dumpster fire year Um, (laughs) and so is a lot of people yeah yeah and because it just feels like i'm watching this dumpster fire and i feel like there's these little moments where uh if i can contribute to uh you know trying to douse something out or trying to help people out amongst it all um there's it feels like there's little things that that uh that can be done you know supporting a beard that supports that gives back to charities like i think that's just a great um a great way to just uh even vote with your wallet type of deal yeah know? so and that was also the reason why we didn't want to like uh choose one charity one organization <laughs> or entity um what my thought process behind that was was i was hoping that there would be so many people that would participate that we can kind of spread the love everywhere right mm. you know there's so many different local communities in itself which need assistance and help so for these breweries to give back to their own local communities get involved with their own local communities it opens up a gateway and it opens up a you know a, a flow of conversation now um that can hopefully continue on and not just be just a general beer release yeah yeah and that's that's the the biggest goal out of all this. I'm I'm guessing is not to just be a cool beer, but to create conversation that lasts beyond tap. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And there's been some breweries that have gone um that have gone out and and done that. Um, I know that. Uh, let's see, what was one? Commonwealth was one. I think mm-hmm. they took it a step fur- further with um, the way that they're running the initiative. Uh, Fremont Brewing, I know that uh, they're going to implement a program as well. Um, mm. I think Tired Hands has already had a program where they do um, internships for people of color. Um, I know they've been doing that for a while. So, you know, opening up these uh, different avenues and um, creating a form of communication and wanting to continue that line of change is what's most important. So I think some of these breweries, well, most of them are actually getting the hint of that and even taking it a step further, which, you know, all this, the black is beautiful is just the, the framework, the groundwork for it. It's up mm-hmm. to everybody else to go ahead and continue and, and, you know, make it bigger than what it is. Now, what's the, how far has this gotten? I know that you mentioned a couple of countries, like what, how, Internationally, how far are you out with this thing? Um, so I know there's breweries involved in the Netherlands, um, Brazil, Japan, Germany, Rwanda. 
Um, a friend texted me yesterday that they had a friend text them from Abu Dhabi that had got the article on their, like one of their local news sites. So, I mean, it's getting out there, which is great. That is, man, that I cannot wait to follow the hashtag black is beautiful beer and just see the geotags of where these are all going to come. Yeah, in. When the, I can't wait for some of the beers to start coming out. I hope uh, a lot of people send us some, too, so I could just try the different variations. But it's it's crazy. Um, if you need someone to help out tasting extras, <laughs> if you need someone to help, like, you know, just give you more reviews on, like, the extras that come in, no problem being a sampler over here. <laughs> I got you. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to throw that one in. I know that was stupid, but. <laughs> yeah, had to throw that one in. Um, wow, so that is that is a bit of ways away. I love that. I I just love that. I think that's just so amazing. Yeah, hold on, I'm just gonna. Mm. Normally I do my podcast at night, but you you graciously opened up just having any time with you. I'm just so I feel so privileged and so to, just to let everybody know that's listening that listens to this. We're like on a Tuesday morning. It's like 9 a.m. I'm taking my lunch break from work right now. Normally I have a beer. I've got my coffee. I just feel like I'm like, yeah, this is a different type of podcasting for me right here. Mm. Yeah, and you were drinking a, a, a little coffee. Normally I like to talk about what we're drinking. You're drinking a little bit of uh, coffee from uh, someone local, I believe. Yeah, or a Long Road Coffee Company. Uh, okay. It makes some pretty good coffee. We use them um, in our French. Uh, so we do like a stout series. Uh, mm-hmm. That features like different uh, coffee origins from all over the world, and uh, mm-hmm. typically for this series, we uh, specifically use Long Roads Coffee. Gotcha, gotcha. And are you like, what's your preferred? What's your like, uh, not preferred style, but what are what's kind of like your beer that you normally tend to go to? Uh, for me, if I'm going to just have a sit down and have a quick beer, it's probably either going to be a uh, Pilsner or a West Coast IPA. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I can't recall how many brewers that go, man, if I'm just going to sit down, I just want a Pilsner. I just want yeah. like an easy lager, something like that, crisp, clear. Just exactly. Something just, easy drinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, outside of that, if it's like relaxation time in the evening and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying to hang out or something, then it's going to be a barrel aged stout. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was – I. I didn't see this, but maybe I just totally missed it. What is um, your breweries, Weathered Soul? Where does that come from? Weathered Soul. Um, so that is um, an ode to uh, Mike's uh, family, uh, dealing with some of the, uh, basically, you know, um, going going through your trials and tribulations and, you know, weathering the storm type thing. Gotcha. Um, so it's an ode to them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then I'd be remiss to, to not at least talk a little bit about COVID because this has kind of affected everybody. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the, the Black is Beautiful uh, beer that you got, you know, brings, I'm guessing, a little couple extra dollars into the, the brewery as well. Um, I know that it'll be, the, the, the profits will be donated, but that um, it'll bring more attention to the brewery, hopefully get some more profits as well out of that. But how are you guys doing out of all the COVID stuff? Um, COVID has not affected us besides outside distro uh so we do a large footprint in texas of um, like our west coast ipa Mm. um our mexican lager and so for that that's hit because we're at one point brewing almost 100 barrels of our west coast a month uh just Uh to satisfy outside accounts 
Wow. But um, <laughs> since then, you know, we obviously had this shift, uh, shift production uh, focuses, and we moved towards a more um, small batch format of can releases, basically weekly, uh, two, three can releases uh, weekly, a couple bottle releases a month. <laughs> And uh, it's been very lucrative for us as far as the to-go orders and uh, the community supporting, uh, you know, the breweries while the pandemic was going on. So we've actually, during the pandemic, kind of been doing better than we were (laughs) during, uh, before (laughs) pandemic. Wow. Okay. Man, that is crazy. I think you're the first person I've heard talk to that. I did a whole... um... Uh, so this is this is going to be my my intro to what I'm calling season 3.5 uh-huh. because I did a whole series on I called it a series on hope where I talked to different people here in the DFW beer community. Uh, I don't know if you know about uh, like yeah, Petacolis out here and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but I just talked to a bunch of people to ask where they were finding hope in this time you know during during COVID. And so I had everywhere on the spectrum from, man, I'm really struggling to, you know, we're going to work through this. We're going to be, you know, uh, Pedicles, I, you know, he, I call him the, uh, the coach from uh, the Miracle on Ice. Like he is an inspirational guy. Mm-hmm. And so I did all that. And so now I'm starting up my, the rest of the season. And so this will probably be my, my intro to season. I'm calling it 3.5. And I'm like, oh man, this is such a great way to start off the season. Um, to talk about this. Um, I've got a couple other things that I'm looking forward to doing um, as well with the season, but uh, man, yeah, I can't I can't imagine a better place to start than with this this episode okay. right here. Have you talked to uh, the homies at Turning Point yet? You know what? Okay, I love the... I don't... Okay, so I, I know we're doing a video so people watching the pod, listening to the podcast can't see mm-hmm. this. I've got a window behind me, so it looks like I'm in a heavenly realm right now because it's all white behind me, but I'm wearing a Turning Point hat. Okay. And, I talked to JP about it, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I'd love to get you on the podcast sometime. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, and I don't blame him because, you know, it's a podcast. It's dumb. And I, they're, they're great guys, and I talk to them every time I'm in the, uh, every time I'm in the, the, the brewery. Well, I haven't been uh-huh. in in a while, um, but they're great guys. I got nothing yeah. bad to say about them, but I will look. Yeah, I just, uh, just drove uh, down to hang out with them a couple of weeks ago. We had a collaboration. Uh, virtually here with them and so came down went down and hung out for a little bit oh guys no they're a great team they're they're really a great team um uh oh my goodness um the one of the brewers there got me and i'm I'm missing his name right now and this is going to kill me because he's going to kill me about it because he gave me a shirt because he's a big liverpool supporter and so (laughs) alex uh, yeah um so yeah he's uh he gave me a liverpool shirt um uh, so yeah that's that's another reason why i like turning point i'm a big uh liverpool fan so yeah um but man um what's called okay so my lunch break is almost over with so i hate to cut this off but uh, i man i really appreciate your time i am so excited about the black is beautiful beer um i can't wait to buy it i can't wait to buy different variations of it um, and I would love to have you back on the podcast when we can actually like talk about like beer and not just, you know, just to have an easy peasy conversation about yeah. beer, maybe follow up on how this all went. Um, and maybe, you know, at some retrospective of the dump fire that was 2020 and what we've learned from it and all that other good jazz. But man, 
I really appreciate you. This has been just a wonderful conversation. Oh, yeah, definitely. I appreciate you guys having me, and, you know, hopefully I get to be back. Oh, dude, I, I can't wait for that. All right, boss, I'm going to sign off, okay? All right, cheers. You cheers. Have a good day. You too.